it's so funny book about horrible things it's basically like the controlled chaos like uh i follow her now on instagram but the way she talks about how like um sort of embrace the 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 mania kind of you know like lean into like be furiously happy like if you're in a situation where you know you have to sort of be in a group and you're all like nuts about it just mm-hmm. embrace it so it's, you know it's pretty funny uh, i was talking earlier series about of unfortunate disclaimers that's cute that kind of break um nervous breakdown i had last year where it seemed instead of trying to resist it like anyway how i interpret it from this book it's showing you how to like lean into it you know like get through it and then enjoy that brief moment where you're kind of okay and then panic and then just go back down and, and you know curl up for a day or two and cry and then just come back and like keep doing it you know so that's kind of cool i don't know i kind of like that george washington's dildo <laughs> i don't know what that is She takes off to kind of go chase whoever did this, and she runs over her own cat. So she's like, Satan has had me run over my own cat. Oh, that's funny. All right, on that note, uh, guys, this is, this is Tony Shava, your jive-ass alien. Welcome you back to the new year. This is probably episode two of the new year. Uh, and, of course, I'm here with uh, the number one Emmy-nominated co-host. Beth the, today it's Beth the Supreme Disney. The Supreme Disney, because we are back on that Disney trip, and we need to get more people. I don't know if... People just not on it or what, but like, especially like last episode, I think it went really well, but we're going to continue on. We kind of, it was very rough, but we ended with the sort of, uh, I'm using the timeline for Disney animated television shows, and it ended on Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Mm-hmm. Was that the one with Gadget? Yes. Okay, that's, I always I always thought she was Tailspin. Um, so that ended 1990. 1989 to 1990 that was kind of interesting that it was just one year but i mean i don't remember it like i remember it so much more than it would have played in like like i remember watching it for a long time more than one year but when you're let's see four years old yeah that's what i'm saying <laughs> or five years out, old there's no way five i watched years old, it yeah there's no way i watched it when we were four when or five. things seem a lot longer <laughs> back then yeah summer summer night like once you hit well, once you start working, so if you start working like when you're 17, that's when it hits. But there's like no summer vacation. You know what I mean? I realized that about halfway through elementary school. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> I know. It was yeah. really sad that I had this realization <laughs> so quickly. And then I was thinking to myself, it's like, okay, when we go to school, we're all working towards summer vacation. When we're out of school, we have nothing to work towards. We're just like, killing time. <laughs> We're not working on our mathematics or our geology. That's mm-hmm. for sure. You know, I'm not going over my state capitals, uh, like California. There's a capital C. Utah's a capital U. We don't bother with none of this stuff. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't even show you a bunch of the other cool toes. Like I got some balls here. <laughs> so I mean, often you can see me playing with my balls in here. So it's official. Tony has green balls. No, I got one green ball. One. Uh, I almost said blue, just kind of like by instinct. <laughs> one gray ball and one black ball. <clears throat> For another time, too much, too much stuff going on. Now. Are, are they like stress <clears throat> balls or? No, no, they're, they're music. They're oh. like, you put it up with this little oh, app on my old phone. I've been playing with it. Um, we'll do some more stuff later because we got a lot of projects kind of coming. In. And look, I got these little mallets. I got a little tongue drum over there. It's not what you think, so that's what she said. I don't know. That didn't make sense. That's what's funny. I just thought it was a, a wig case. 
a wig case <laughs> for my for my wig, my uh, red afro, uh, <laughs> my carrot top wig. Uh, all right, so let's jump yeah. in right after Chippendale. I think we kind of started talking about that, but Tailspin. Do you remember Tailspin? Mm-hmm. Uh, I I remember. Um, I don't know if I said this in the last episode, but like, there's a there's a store in town that had really really cheap used VHSs. Like you can get um, get one for like twenty five cents. Tower Records. Uh, it it's Rasputin's, which is where Tower Records used to be. Yeah. Um, but we'd go there, and I'd just go to the um used vhs section i found a tailspin vhs for like 25 cents so i picked it up and i went home and i watched it and i was like what did i like about this show oh (laughs) Oh, that's excellent it didn't it didn't didn't hold up up, so it's just like oh that's sad (laughs) this show is so dumb (laughs) my mom let me watch this this is ridiculous (laughs) (laughs) that's bad wow that's funny and it's like i haven't rewatched um ducktales or chippendales rescue rangers yet but tailspin didn't really hold up very well Dang, that is very funny. It's very sad. So that's why we have great conversations because we're not with some of those people that like we let nostalgia take over, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're not gonna say, "Oh, I love this growing up," and, and it's terrible, but I still love it. Like, no, it's it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I am a nostalgic. <clears throat> I do like older things, but if something doesn't hold up to the way I remember it, I get really upset. Yeah. Oh, your water's over there, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, forgot about it. Cause I could block this out. There we go. <laughs> That was a good cutoff because you stopped talking right there. So, man, so Tailspin um, did not like. Uh, also, this kind of neat the way it categorized here. It says spinoff of Jungle Book. So, I mean, you knew mm-hmm. that because of the, the, the bear guy. Uh, just real, because I'm not too keen on either shows, but to me, Tailspin seems a lot like um, uh, Futurama, which is like about delivery people. Yeah, yeah delivery service. Yeah, kind no. of. Well, that's kind of cool. I just found like one degree of separation. <laughs> but one of my personal loves, and I did watch, rewatch a few years back on YouTube, I think it was. But um, let's get dangerous with Darkwing, Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck. <clears throat> Is he related to Donald by any chance? I don't think they made him in the the show. Inten- yeah, like like how um, Ducktales they were related to Donald, but I don't think Darkwing yeah. Duck was. Yeah, it just does. me and me and Mark were trying to remember if um, oh god, I'm trying to blink on his name. Um, the aviator duck, something McCloud. Oh, a uh, duck McCloud. Duck something? McCloud or something like that, because he McCloud. was he was in Darkwing Duck. But we're trying to remember if he was also in Tailspin. I don't you know if, if someone knows that. You can let me know. Wait, so. Yeah, uh, Launchpad. Launchpad McQuack. Yeah, that's I was way off. <laughs> I remember there was a mix something. Launchpad McQuack. Yeah, he Scrooge's pilot and an original Ducktales character. Oh. So, yeah. uh, his physical both. appearance is somewhat heroic with his Colombian similar, blah, blah, blah. Love it, clap, blah, blah, blah. He later crossed over as a main character in Disney's Dark and Duck. There we go. That's well, there cool. you go. We in, learned something new today. I can go home and tell Mark, yes, he was in both. In the 2017 series, Launchpad worked for Scrooge as his limo driver. All right. Yeah, they revamped it recently, and I don't care much for the animation style. Wait, they revamped what? Darkwing Duck? Uh, DuckTales. Yeah, because they're going to do Darkwing Duck, right? Are they? I could have sworn I heard something. Yeah, they better not. <laughs> um, but yeah, I rewatched it a few, and it was a little tricky to get into because it's, it's sort of, you know, made for kids, but it's that classic um, where it has 
some stuff for adults, not like raunch or nothing. Little but like, inside jokes. Yeah, stuff that yeah. they might reference. I don't know, Groucho Marx or somebody that mm-hmm. kids would be like, oh, okay. But uh, I liked it, and the rewatching it, uh, it was pretty good too. It's it's funny because I guess how we're conditioned with when it comes to like shows animated or whatnot. But so it, it shows they had three seasons for a total of ninety one episodes. Wow. And you got to imagine animation. You got to draw that, mm-hmm. voice all yeah, that. Yeah, that's back when everything was done by hand. Yeah. Before computers started doing the animation. Not like lazy like The Simpsons where they just have some cheap Koreans do I it. I know. Even to this day. Yesterday, me and my brother were trying to remember a line from Simpsons. There, They go to Korea um, and there's a sweatshop where they're making crusty merchandise. I think it's when they're putting the crusty head on the dinosaur and for the... Oh, um, the burger. The flu? Yeah, with yeah. the mosquito goes in there. Yeah. But, like, they're saying all these things, like, you know, idle hands mean more whipping, you know. Oh, like that. Like yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember that. But we're trying to me- think, you know, such and such promotes capitalism or something like that. Yeah, I, I don't remember more of that. Uh, but I do remember the, the sick guy, you know. Where, what, I, I don't know. What, see, I'm getting mixed up because there's one where it was, like, the flu and he, like, in a oh, box. oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's different. That's yeah. something from I think China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because nope. everyone's buying those juicers. That's what it was. It was those juicers All the, where Homer's smashing the orange in his eye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like <laughs> you're like, there's an easier way or something like this. Yeah. Yeah. No, the one with the dinosaur and the crusty head. A mosquito gets inside. Oh, that's and it then is. it Bart gets it and he gets stung. And oh, he gets has in the to bubble. Be, yeah, yeah, put in the bubble. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's an excellent. That's a good. Episode. I've got that one on DVD somewhere, but that season. Yeah. No. That's the only Simpson season I own. Is that one? It's thirteen. Yeah, how'd my, you fall on? The, yeah. Oh, go ahead. You're about to tell the story. I was gonna know? say my brother's got all of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I thought like, how did you land on that season of all the seasons? It was gifted to me. Just randomly, this season yeah. thirteen. Yeah. Well, I mean, there are some good, really good episodes on that season, but um. But but I mean, it's I, a random I, I think se- when yeah. I got it as a gift, yeah. it was the newest one that was released. Oh, okay. Okay, so, that makes sense. Because, you know, the, not too long ago is when they started releasing them all on DVD. Probably, about, I'll say not too long ago. It was yeah, probably it was, about 10 years ago. But <laughs> Yeah, so when it came out, it, I remember the, on the holidays, they would do special, um, like, okay, they released season 13, season 1 through 12 was, like, at a discount, right? Mm-hmm. So I remember I was buying them, and I think I got up to, like, season 6, and I was like, oh, The Simpsons should be ending any time now. This is, like, year 30-something. Yeah. Well, they had originally said that, you know, once we do the movie, we're going to stop. But Fox kept begging them to come back. Yeah, kept throwing large amounts of money at them. Mm-hmm. Which, You're when, all we have. Please don't go. When I love all the little, like, um, um, callbacks or all the little, like, um, what do you call it? Like, digs they do at Fox. I like, know. Kind of show When he's like, I got a secret to tell you. He's like, this is what they don't want you to know. And it just keeps cutting you off or something. <laughs> All right, enough of the Simpsons. Well, you know, it's relevant, yeah, we say, because yeah, it's Disney. Yeah, Disney owns Simpsons now. So, <laughs> uh, so Darkwing Duck, one of my favorites. Um, I was, maybe this is a good one to kind of jump on it real quick, but is this where they had the dude, I forget, Gizmo? Or what was his name? The the one one tired guy, remember him? Mm-mm. He's like a scientist, and he had this cool robot. I liked him because he's like a less violent uh, RoboCop. But he had like one tire in the middle. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That guy was a shit. Isn't I remember, yeah, he's kind of like a yeah a RoboCop yeah, parody. He, yeah. he rides on one Gizmo Duck. Gizmo uh, Duck. Yeah, I think I think that was Darkwing Duck. 
His name is Fenton Crackshell or Fenton Jeez. Crackshell Cabrera, a.k.a. Gizmo Duck. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, the Gizmo Duck character was originally pitched as Robo Duck, inspired by the movie Robocop. Well, Duck. Alongside Bubba Duck. Oh, wow. These are just. I'm going to stop reading because it's kind of depressing me. So, <laughs> in the 1987 series, DuckTales. So, he was in DuckTales. Mm. And then I guess he went over to. Um, Oh, the one I said before, but no, he was always really cool. Did you see that video I sent like last month where some guy made it in real life? Like he got, have you ever seen, um, you could buy, I saw him at some like, like, you know, trendy, uh, um, I always forget that word again about what are those people that we get annoyed with that they wear fedoras and, uh, hipsters. Yeah. Hipsters. I always think it's a word, but it's hipster. Mm-hmm. It's very hipstery where it's like this one wheeled contraption that you straddle oh yeah yeah yeah. i've seen those forward yeah you lean forward it's like a segway unicycle yeah there you go segway unicycle well they use it we were doing like a corporate event downtown and and one of these little trendy spots and they had a bunch of different offices and then these two people like they were three people they went out i overheard them they were with an earshot but about going to go get lunch or something. And they all hop on these little guys that go, like, they all scoot out the door. I know. Seeing people ride them, it's hilarious. Well, <laughs> if you sit there and, and whip out your stopwatch, you're like, at best, you 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 move as fast as you walk. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But just the fact that stepping on it and, and I mean, I, don't know, I almost started saying evil stuff about it. But back to that, some guy did that or some group did that and they, they did like this costume you know it's not all robotic but it, it looks pretty cool and he's like zipping around town and, and like down the street <laughs> he looks like that robot yeah. duck <laughs> and there's funny. lights everywhere yeah I sent it to that's uh, funny sure I sent too much stuff so nobody looks at everything but yeah, I thought that was really cool it's like real life uh, gizmo duck uh, and then right after this a lot of people have real soft spot for this and I really don't care for it but you have goof troop you see I wasn't too big on goof troop but I love the goofy movie there's a couple, aren't there? There's two. There's two. I like the first one. The f- second one, they tried to they tried to make it as good as the first one, but you know, it, the, I remember uh, the nostalgia mm. critic covered the Goofy movie, and he's like, "Can something be so dated that it's timeless?" Yes, <laughs> the Goofy movie did that. <laughs> well, see, for me, right off the top of my head, when I when I hear like outdated but timeless, I think of like a Saved by the Bell. Like that, that has a <laughs> that is so. Talk about something that I, I doesn't was, hold up. I was but. so into Saved by the Bell as a kid. It was ridiculous. Well, I've talked about my fandom. Like me and my my cousin were really, you know. Of course, we had a huge crush on Kelly Kapowski. That's mm-hmm. her, and she's a she's an awesome actress too. Like she she's one of those that didn't sort of fall into the trap of um, you know drugs and I, like she's such a cool person, but. Uh, she went on to do a few more things, but she didn't do a whole lot. But nah. she did more than the other two girls did. Yeah, oh, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember um, not too long ago I saw, you know, uh, the cast of Saved by the Bell then and now. Hmm. You know, and showed pictures back then and how they look now. And the girl who lay, played Lisa, like, had a whole lot of plastic surgery. And she just looks bad. <laughs> she did not. I think years ago I saw a picture of her and it was kind of like, oh, man. It's like, that can't be the same girl. She kind of went Michael Jackson on herself. She, like, lightened her skin, like, made her nose smaller, and she looks really bad. Different cheekbones. Like, yeah, you don't age that way. Hey, talk about a weird segue about how early we were talking about sexism ages. So that's kind of part where it seems like maybe she was trying to, you know, live up to the standards or whatever. Like, oh, you can't get older. Like, that's Mm -hmm. that's gross. I know that that's definitely a bigger pressure if you're in the public's eye. Yeah. You know, that's why 
makeup gets, you know, thicker and, you know, come but up with, with CG, all this. You don't have to worry yeah. about that so, so much. Yeah, there's CG now, but there's also high def. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. There's, there's a lot of stuff recently that I watched that was, like, maybe remastered or something. And, yeah, it, it's something like that kind of like, oh, Lord. Like, the it was a it was a male actor, too. And he wasn't even that old, but just the amount of wrinkles on that guy. Mm-hmm. It was like, geez, it looks like a... a an elevation map. <laughs> <laughs> it's if like you know a desert. <laughs> yeah. Like all these little cracks. Elevation after elevation. Um, right now, oh yeah, so Goof Troop, I've, I feel like for me, it gets way more um, attention that I care for, which is like, again, fine. I'm not like, oh, you shouldn't like it because I'm supposed to be anti Disney anyway. So it turns mm-hmm. out like, I like a lot of stuff. I don't know. Just taking somebody like Goofy and trying to plop them into a hip kind of of the times environment it it seems i don't know maybe maybe that's what they're going for it seems so uncharacteristic that they're hoping it would work you know be silly or something but definitely fleshed him out more right because he was to me anyway he was always kind of a supporting character well yeah always you know donald duck pluto goofy they're always like support for mickey it's always Mm -hmm. like all right what's mickey doing and then we'll care about the... That's the kind animals. of like what they did through this whole thing because <clears throat> they took all the side characters and gave them a spotlight for a while. You know, like, you know, Tailspin, Goof Troop. Um. Yeah, because we haven't even touched about any, like, Mickey Mouse-type shows, right? Mm-hmm. It's all the side characters. Um, the one thing for me, for Goof Troop, um, we kind of uh, offshoot. One of the the clearest thing every time when, when I think about, all right, we're talking about uh, music and stuff, I think about this one... Um, cartoon clip where it's the three guys Mickey, Donald Duck, and Goofy I think it's just them and they're like on a trailer and they're going around a mountain whatever and they're waking up and it's pretty cool how it's sort of in this one little tiny trailer it keeps transforming to like the bathroom, the the kitchen do you remember anything like that? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna have to find it because it it sticks in my head because like Goofy's the one driving right and then Donald of course is getting getting shit on because Donald Duck gets shit on but he's sitting there trying to like use the bathroom and then it, it changes to like the kitchen and he's not ready. And then, you know, Goofy like either he puts it on an auto drive or something or does that classic where or uh, uh, autopilot mm-hmm. and he does that classic where it hits the rail and it keeps going because mm-hmm. the rail. It just I remember how like cool and innovative it was for that time. They had nothing to do with music now that I think about it. But I just remember it's sort of like it showcases more of the, the characters just uh, out and about in the real world. Not mm-hmm. like, hey, what's happening to Mickey? And they're like. Oh, I guess Goofy, we could throw him in her just to not give Mickey all the lines. Uh, let's just jump, keep going back to this. The next TV show they made, The Little Mermaid. Did you even know that was a TV show? I didn't know it was a TV show. Mm. It says prequel to The Little Mermaid. All right, sorry, The Little Mermaid. It was on CBS, so nobody cares about CBS either. Hmm. Uh, raw tunage, I don't even know what that is. Mm. That's not like some raunch stuff. Uh, bonkers. I remember Bonkers. Do you remember Bonkers? I don't. It, it's funny, so funny that you bring that up because we were watching Animaniacs last night. And they kept bagging on Bonkers, and I have no idea what it is. All the new Animaniacs? No, the old man Animaniacs. Oh, it's a, it was the Bobcat. It was like this weird. It was completely this, this weird. Oh, okay. Bobcat. And he's got that white T-shirt. Uh, well, he had a cop shirt. If or I remember. a T-shirt. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know who you're talking about. He was Cheetah. I could have sworn it was Bonkers the Bobcat. I'm sticking with Bob. Uh, I mean, they're, I know. <laughs> they're kind of interchangeable, the animals, you know. I'm bad at geology. You're bad at animatology. So that's just kind of we meet in the middle. But no, I remember there was this weird thing like in, in I want to say it was the, the, the cereal box, the pops, corn pops, 
where you could sh- they they send you like a like you know, a little plastic badge and I think like a little notebook. Mm-hmm. Cause I remember, I think Bonkers I remember was garbage, but it was just this sort of like this goofy. Think of like Freakazoid or um, it's another character that's very sort of like volatile, you know. But he's like the star of the show. Uh, Roger Rabbit. He was okay, exactly like like Roger Rabbit, but. The, the thing that appealed to me the most was the whole detective side. So when I got that thing, I remember I put on my little badge. I was probably like 14, by the way. Right? <laughs> I'm trying to do the math here. I was too damn old. But it was very cool how, like, I've always liked that whole detective thing. And so I'd sit there and, you know, like, all right, who left the, the empty milk carton in the thing and try to investigate? And, of course, it was me. So it was actually me more trying to frame somebody else. But <laughs> anyway, you know, you learn what you can. You frame someone else so you can solve the So I can solve the mystery, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's funny check out this one right after bonkers you had marsupilami what is that marsupilami that's a disney disney do you know what that is marsupilami i'm guessing it's something that has to do with marsupials oh i remember the that was the cheetah that was the like weird big nose cheetah Mm, Um, maybe that's what i was thinking of yeah his friends maurice the gorilla Stuart the Elephant. Stuart the Elephant, voiced by who? Dan Castellaneta. Oh, really? Wow. Wow, six degrees of separation. (laughs) Um, Eduardo the Jaguar. That's a good, that's a cool (laughs) name. And outwitting the human name Norman. I vaguely remember the picture. I'll show you the picture later, but it's this weird uh, big gorilla. It's Timon and Pumbaa. It's totally Mm -hmm. Timon and Pumbaa, but the the little marsupial, I guess, he's... um, He's like a, yeah, he looks like a cheetah and he has weird dog ears, but he has like the spots like of a cheetah. Yeah, I'll have mm. to show you that later. Uh, so definitely we're not going to talk about that. I got no clue what that is. But mm. right after that, we have Aladdin, which is a sequel to Aladdin and The Return of Jafar. I do remember that. I never watched it, but I remember hearing about it. The Return of Jafar, I remember that. That was the direct See, I never saw that, but everyone I've talked to who has seen it likes it because they, oh, they all, it. all kind of say it. The same thing as me, me, you know, Disney sequels suck, but that one actually they say is pretty good. Well, check this out because I was very curious about the voice cast. And you have Gilbert Gottfried as Iago because, yeah, nobody's given. <laughs> He'll take work. any work he can yeah. get. <laughs> he's the famous Aflac. And so he started making fun of like the tsunami victims in Japan in 2011. Basically, he was just, I can't remember the exact jokes, but, you know, he's basically like very, tr- very much trying to be edgy. So Aflac was like, yeah, you're done. So yeah, we're, we're good. Uh, but check. Abus Mao. It might have been a new character because that doesn't sound familiar. Mm-mm. But it was voiced by Jason Alexander. Who is that, you say? <laughs> I know who that is. <laughs> How do you know that? Now, that is George Costanza from mm-hmm. Seinfeld. Oh, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Uh, but check this is what I was most curious about. But you have, as the genie, guess who? None other than Dan Castellaneta. What the really? heck? Yeah, this is this is the cast uh, Castellaneta hour. Uh, the podcast in the letter. Yeah. Oh, da, 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 da. I got, wait, I got my drumstick right here. Oh, dang. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to hit the keyboard. All right. Marcel Pilami looks like ass. Uh, but Aladdin, and, and this is another one that right after this, people are big fans of. And I vaguely remember liking it, but this is 94, 97. So I was hitting, I was 10 years old, 13 years old. But you have Gargoyles. Oh, the yeah. Mighty Gargoyles, which I honestly did not remember was Disney. Because. It doesn't seem like it's an offshoot. Nothing. It's completely original. It seems like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it... yeah, it is. Wait, I never really watched that because. Um, it was a bit a guy show. It was very much like a. Well, my mom didn't want us to watch them because back then, you know, we were still going to church, and my mom, you know, thought 
thought she was really religious and she wouldn't really give things a look but just from face value she would say i don't want you watching that it looks looks bad or it looks like it's evil Evil, or something like that she didn't realize they were goggles gargoyles they thought that she thought they were demons yeah because they look i mean they got wings they got horns yeah so she said i don't want you watching that because it's it's not christian so we never got to watch gargoyles growing up so like a flying carpet and a talking magician is okay but not um Mm -hmm. you know statues (laughs) statues <laughs> that are made for protection of yeah. churches yeah yeah but they did I, I, you know I, you know bless her heart she was trying but you know it's like um like another instance of that is she didn't want us listening to the van halen song running with the devil no oh, yeah i mean i, I, I was like told you that, yeah. well i was like mom have you actually listened to this song she's like no it's about the devil it's like no it's about a guy living on the edge she's like Oh, really? And she listened to it. She's like, okay, yeah, you guys can listen to that. It's fine. <laughs> so thanks to Van Halen, that's where it started. Where the, It's like, do you actually watch it or do you actually listen to it? And she's like, no. <laughs> it's like, you know, book burning or, you know, when they used to um, mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. the, what are the, those record parties where they were like like a, a baseball field and bring all your evil records and mm-hmm. they, they crush mm-hmm. them and stuff like that. Whatever, they still sold the, what, what's matters to the artist is that they sold the record. Yeah, they so don't, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, why don't it's you buy a hundred of them? uh when we went to church um and if you do that's that's your thing i'm totally good it's like we used we grew up in the church then after the while we just kind of you know left after noticing all the hypocrisy and you know realizing that this isn't really doing anything for us so um but yeah the churches we went to um always encouraged kids to give up their secular music and and it's like you know, they used to tell us that a lot of you and your parents will say well i don't want to waste the money and they say <laughs> yeah. well you know what you wasted your money when you bought it in the first place <laughs> so it's like it's okay to, to throw it away <laughs> yeah, basically <laughs> oh, that's funny. it was ridiculous and there's only so much you can put up with it well especially if you're a kid because you got you follow your parent right so your parents right, like going right. along with it because I, I i'm pretty sure i might have mentioned before in passing on the podcast but for a brief period, we were Lutheran for no reason. Like we really? were, we've been Catholic. Oh, maybe not. Well, we have to do a religious episode. But for like a, a solid three years, uh, our family was Lutheran, and it's strictly for convenience because the church was like because you didn't want to memorize all the saints. Well, no, I I, I don't <laughs> even know what that means, but I think you're more advanced than I am in that. But no, because the the church was like two buildings from our house, so we could go, we could walk Uh-oh. there. Yeah, geographical yeah. convenience. Geographical convenience. Yeah. Oh, what's that one across the street from you? <laughs> you can just convert to whatever that is. <laughs> I think it's Christian, and all I do on Sunday is just open the window, and then I feel like my soul is healed, so I'm all right. <laughs> uh, all right, so right after Gargoyle, let's go back. It's going to be, which is, i never seen it, but I think we even talked about it, but Timon and Pumbaa. Mm-hmm. I loved Timon and Pumbaa. I mean, when Lion came out, came, Lion King came out, it was like my favorite movie ever. Yeah, I mean, it still holds and, up yeah, pretty much. Me and my brother used to have arguments over who was better, Timon and Pumbaa. I like Pumbaa, but he liked Timon because he was smarter. Timon is a meerkat? Yeah. I like Pumbaa because he's like Taz. Like, um, that's one of my favorite Looney Tunes because he's like uh, like controlled chaos. Because mm-hmm. he's like, a, you know, he'll spin and like smash through things. And then he's just, he's kind of his own man. Like, he's very primal. Mm-hmm. So I like that about him. He doesn't have agendas. He's not sitting there trying to like he's take over the world. Yeah, he just wants to eat. And so like, you know, you got to sort of appreciate it. And that's kind of how Pumbaa is. He just likes mm-hmm. to eat and fart and, and sing. Like, 
mm-hmm. then you know when it comes and he's the muscle, right? When it comes down to it, yeah. he'll sit there and charge, and then like he's a um, warthog. You know, that's cool. And tying that back into Saved by the Bell, he was voiced by a character from the Saved by the Bell. What? Who? Um, there was a series of Saved by the Bell that during their summer vacation they were working at this beach resort. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And the owner of the beach resort, um, that that's who voiced voiced Pumbaa, but I I can't remember his name, but Time I just remember it's it. like, oh, that was the guy from Saved by the Bell. Those you you recognize his voice? I didn't recognize his voice, but I saw a um a special. Like shortly after that came out, when it was still really popular, where uh, the guy who did the voice of Timon and Pumbaa came out and sang um, Hakuna Matata. Yeah, the classic one. Yeah, I don't remember the guy, n- the name of the guys who played Timon, the guy who voiced Timon, but I just remember he was the dude from the Birdcage. <laughs> did you ever see that movie? Oh, uh, Nathan Lane. Nathan Lane. Yeah, 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 yeah. I-, I just read that right now too, mm-hmm. but. The one that's really cool because I didn't know him at this time, but uh, Jeremy Irons as Scar. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. now as soon as you, if you know who he is, you hear that voice and immediately you see him, and hopefully you pee a little because he's very terrifying. But Jeremy Irons, he's a he's a fantastic act. Um, Genuine class. <laughs> the first time I saw him, which is not like a classic movie, even though I, I love it, but it's um, uh, Die Hard with the Vengeance. He's like <laughs> the evil guy. Yeah. I have to take your advice for it because I've never seen any of the Die Hards. Oh man, it's uh, we just beat the holidays. We're not gonna get into it, but it's a Christmas movie, blah blah. But Jeremy Irons is in what you would think is awful, right? He's, he's in the third movie, so not even the sequel. He's in the threequel, and he's very good though. As as the um, he's very um, like because uh, I think he's he's a Broadway actor. That's where he trained, so he's very dramatic. He's very cool though. But going back to real quick, uh, so Pumbaa was the one you didn't know who it was. I can't remember his name. He was the one that was the de- the owner or the manager or something of the. Yeah, because it's a beach resort. And he was in Broadway theater, Guys and Dolls and Man of La Mancha. But it is none other than Ernie Sabella. I have no clue that is. Guys and Dolls, he must have been likely. Check it out. Um, Sabella had a brief appearance as a naked man on a subway train in a 1992 episode of Seinfeld titled The Subway. And I do remember him. And I remember him in all his his bloated glory. Like his naked (laughs) glory. It's, It's a pretty funny episode, too. Now I know exactly who it is. I did not recognize him by name or nothing else, but... Or even in um, Say by the Bell, but I do remember him. Um, and I want <laughs> the naked guy. From the Seinfeld. naked guy from Seinfeld. He was reading a newspaper, um, and I think George ends up in his underwear too in the same episode. Anyway, so on the Say by the Bell, the one the resort, of course I remember that one. But it has uh, Leah Remini from uh, Kings and Queens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember she was like um, like the love interest, of course. Yeah, when sitcoms come out like that you know that have actors and actresses that you know were in my kids shows and yeah. it's like oh yeah she was so and so from that like uh, uh big bane theory we call that roseanne mock 2 because it's got three different characters from roseanne in it. Well, well let me try it's got the the main not sheldon the main nerdy guy right he's one something yeah. gecky he, he's got an interesting name something galecky galecky yeah something yeah, like that yeah uh, that's all I got. I was trying to think of the only one, but no. Well, he was in in Roseanne. He was Darlene's boyfriend. Yeah. Well, I got him, but like, who are the other two? I don't know. Well, Darlene is in it. She's one of the scientists that is always fighting with Sheldon. Darlene's the the mom. Oh no no no! Wait. Darlene's the the daughter. the daughter. Yeah, she's like the very, like the very like um. Yeah, she grew up real fast, kind of. Yeah. Like, um. She's a great actress. I like her. She's yeah. very, very strong. Uh, I don't know because uh, she's also on The View or something like that, and it's 
<laughs> not something good something good to be affiliated yeah, it's with, a talk but, show but anyway yeah she's in that she plays a scientist and also um the lady who played roseanne's sister that's what i was thinking of yeah sheldon's mom oh okay okay and that's you know kind of the funny part because she's super religious and he's super scientific and they always clash over that yeah so she, is she ever trying to like to make him bathe in in in, in a bathtub full of lettuce no. All right, so she's a better mom than mine. I'm just kidding, man. Wow, that came out of weight. I'm gonna have to cut that out because I feel bad about that. <laughs> but real quick before we left, before we left, um, before we leave, Lion King, I wanted to kind of drop this real quick because I didn't know this, but you know who played the hornbill, Zazu? Uh, yes, that is um Rowan Atkinson. Rowan Atkinson, uh, Mr. Bean. I didn't know mm-hmm. that. That's cool. Yep, and you know. To, you know, for an African bird, he's incredibly British. <laughs> but you know, a, a lot of Africa was explored by the British, Co- so that totally makes sense. Yeah, colonization. <laughs> All right, so let's keep going on. Right after, we're trying to get to like the nineties. We're we're actually at the end, but mm. uh, we're actually right in the middle. Ninety five came the classic show that we all remember and love: the Schnookums and Meat Funny Cartoon Show. Schnookums and Meat. Funny cartoon show. It huh. used to be a segment of Marsupilami before mm. it was spun off. So there's two shows you could just throw in the trash. And yeah. <laughs> Same with no Quack idea. Pack. I mean, just because we're out of time or we're running short on time, but like Quack Pack, I wonder if it has all the ducks ever, you know, some kind of massive food. But it only lasted for one mm. year, so who cares? Mm. Uh, let's move on to the Mighty Ducks, the animated series. Quack oh, Quack, yeah, yeah, yeah. Flying V, whatever. Like, See, I was never... Into the Mighty Ducks, but I don't like hockey, so. <laughs> it is like a double neck. Or um, Emilio. Well, I, I don't dislike yeah, you better, you better Emilio. Watch Emilio Estevez. Just a lot of the movies that he gets put in aren't that great. Well, some of them are cult favorites. I'm a huge fan of Breakfast Club. I don't know what you're saying. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm, not, that, I'm, not like, I'm not like super into it, but I do like it. For some reason, though, when like I picture this is how dumb my brain is, right? Like I picture them dancing and stuff, mm-hmm. but you know what song I hear in my head? Footloose. Because <laughs> I don't know what song they dance to. I just, Footloose, Footloose. <laughs> that's just, that's Kevin Bacon. See, yeah, I never see foot, Footloose. That's how uh, dumb I've, I I've seen that so many times. My grandma had it when I was growing up, but... um. There's there is one movie with Emilio Estevez in it that I think is one of the greatest movies of all time. It's National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Do we talk, yeah. we talked about that months we, ago, right? We did. I yeah. Emilio it. Estevez and Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, it is so good. It is so good. Lethal Weapon. <laughs> and of course Tim Curry. Tim oh Curry yeah, he's the bad guy. The, yeah, he's the yeah, bad guy. he's the henchman. He's, he's so, so good in it funny. too. Oh. Oh. Every time we have it, actually, oh. I think I lent it to my brother, but. Um, yeah, it's it's one of those movies that is super great, but only if you watch it every now and then, and you have to watch it with other oh, people. Yeah, to kind of call out different stuff. Yeah, it's you know it's in the vein of like uh, Naked Gun and all that. Where yeah, you know what? Honestly, I want to do one of those movies too. Like I thought about that'd be an awesome movie. Just like a joke per second, you know, nonstop. Mm-hmm. Where it just you just you miss ten minutes of it because you go to the bathroom. It's like it doesn't matter. Like that's not entirely what's the point of the movie. The point. Is all little things. Just to, actually, this week I was thinking about that that scene, which is one of my favorite scenes, where they're trying to find out Whoopi Goldberg. She gets murdered in it. Uh, yeah. Tim, Tim Curry kills her. Yeah, but they say that uh, she committed suicide. 
Oh, yeah, with, like, I don't know how many gunshots or something. Or... Yeah, and she's got, like, this surprise look on her face. And, like, she must have caught herself by surprise. Yeah, oh, I remember that line. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, Tim Curry's character shoots her. And on the way out, there's a blind guy there. And he goes, you saw nothing. <laughs> I don't remember that part. But the part that I kind of, like, <laughs> that I I kept thinking about the other day, and I might have to sneak it in the movie, but the one where um they go to, like, a hotel or something, and they're trying to identify her. And the guy, like, they show her pictures, like, I forgot what the guy says, but then they wheel her in on a gurney. Yeah, yeah. He pulls out a T-shirt with her picture on it. He's like, "Is that her?" He's like, "No, that's her picture." And wheel her in on the gurney. He's like, "That's her." He's like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, and, it, and he like lifts the the blanket up, and her, and it's like her body's there. Yeah. I don't know why that cracks me up so much. Oh, that's such a good movie. And um, John Lovitz is in that movie, and he's he, oh, I love his character. Yeah. John Lovitz is great, man. I, he is. To me, he's one of those underrated people. Like, mm-hmm. he he's kind of you know. Going back a little bit, he's kind of like Gilbert Gottfried, where he's an annoying. Yeah, he he made a, a career out of being annoying, but not just you know vocally annoying. He plays just an ir- irritating person. Well, he's very like um like John Lovitz. He's like annoying, but he's harmless. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? He doesn't have an agenda. He's not trying to like steal your woman. He just kind of uh, he's a sleazeball, and you and you know he is, and he knows he is. Like he knows <laughs> it. He's not trying to pretend like he's better than anybody. He's just like. And he has that that cool little voice he does. Mm-hmm. Like I was thinking, of, I can't even remember what movie it is because you're the one that sent me the clip. But the one where the, right at the beginning of the movie, he's like spying a woman changing, like he's in the tree. Oh, that's from uh, Little Nicky. Oh yeah, Little Nicky. That's what it was. There's there's a movie uh, that we watched growing up, and I still have it, and it's still hilarious. Um, it's totally underrated. A whole not a whole lot of people know about it, but John Lovitz was in it. Um, it's called Mom and Dad Save the Save the World. Oh, is that the one you told me about? Like where yeah. he's the um... he's he's the ruler of uh, yeah, the planet right. Spango. It's a, it's Spango. Planet of idiots. <laughs> Sounds like my kind but of uh, <laughs> but it's got a great cast in it. It's got um, you know John Lovitz, Eric Idle's in it, Kathy All Ireland. Right. Can never remember his name. He's the guy that goes inconceivable from Princess Bride. Oh, that little short ball. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. yeah. He's in it. Um, oh, I can never remember her name. She was. She was the girl from Young Frankenstein that played his lab assistant. They ended up marrying at the end. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember her name, but yeah. she's in it, and it's it's just got a great cast, and it's super funny. It's one of those. It's it's, it's kind of silly, but it's just like you know, it seemed like anywhere from the trailer. Um, mm-hmm. Oh shoot, I had a train of thought, and I completely lost it. Oh yeah, yeah. We mentioned Kathy Ireland. I was trying to think of that. She's in Loaded Weapon, too. Yeah, that's right. She yeah, is, she's, yeah, she's the love interest. Cause I was trying to think, like, who was, like, the love interest? The one that was, um, I can't remember her name now. In the, in the she, she was in, stuff. she worked for the Girl Scout cook, cookie company that was selling, you know, the trafficking the cocaine. Oh, <laughs> and then she kind of, like, she joined forces with Emilio Estevez's mm-hmm. character. Um, you know, I, I vaguely remember her in, like, a couple movies. She's very, like, she's this supermodel, right? Yeah, she's life. a supermodel. But she's very, like, sort of humble and very... She's she one seems of those... very silly. Yeah. Like, like she's, she's got a good personality to go along with she, her looks. She doesn't walk around, like, with her nose up, like, at people. Mm-hmm. Like, she's sort of, like... And she had fun. Like, I remember in a couple other movies or clips that I've seen her, like, she's silly. And she's, like, she's cool, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so, I don't know what happened to her. So, we'll just round up the shows because a lot of these are crap. I'm just straight up <laughs> just <from laughs> yeah. looking at the titles. So the Schnookums, Quack Pack, the Mighty Ducks. I vaguely remember, you know, it wasn't about kids. They were like, it was almost like gargoyles on ice, from what I remember. They were kind of like tough guys and solving crimes. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 96 to 99, we have what a lot of people love, uh, good old Doug. 
Do you oh Doug? yeah, Doug was actually. It started on Nickelodeon, but yeah, oh, yeah. it moved to ABC, who, which Disney owns ABC now. Season five to seven, previously made for an air on Nick, for season one to four. Yeah, I always watch Doug on Nickelodeon. It, was, uh, yeah. it always looked boring to me. Like when I see the previews, it was like, there's nothing cool about them. There's no weird, goofy character. I don't know. Sometimes I see the previews, and like there's a couple of goofy characters, but not, that's not like the main selling point. Mm. But I've heard great things about it, so. Uh, I'm definitely I think that's what you know was so appealing about him is he was just like a normal kid. Yeah, so that's boring. Right? You had the older sister. You know, you had the bully. You had the best friend. And... You have a uh, Gizmo Duck, who's like one wheel. He's RoboCop on on a on a unicycle with you know rockets and cool <laughs> stuff. And you have Doug. Like, come on, <laughs> you have the choices like over this oh, high school. Pork robot. Chop, of course. You know, you, everyone loved Pork Chop. I have no clue who that is. That's his dog. Oh, okay. Yeah, dogs. I mean, dogs. You have to really mess up a dog for people yeah. to be like, you know. I mean, hell, you have Nightmare on on Nightmare Before Christmas. You have the the ghost zero, dog, yeah. yeah, zero, which like does he? I think he barks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's just there's no hair, there's no like real identifying dog. But even then, it's like, ah, oh, that's a cool dog. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. y- y- it's it's hard to mess up a dog. Really, yeah. <laughs> and you have a there's, there's a prequel to the Jungle Book that came out for 1996 to 1998, Jungle Cubs. Anything on Jungle Cubs? I got mm-hmm. zero. I can't even. I think by then I had stopped watching the Disney Channel. Well, ninety six. I mean, that's when I was a cool Cause... kid. You know, I was twelve years old, yeah. getting hair on my you know ears. So I was like getting pretty good out there. Uh, right after this, we have nineteen ninety seven. We have Nightmare Ned. Any clue? No, that? no idea. Keep on moving, ABC. Uh, one hundred and one Dalmatians. Which is just lazy. They just keep throwing. It's a spinoff of what? I wonder what one hundred and one yeah. Dalmatians. Uh, Recess. I do People remember Recess. Recess. Yeah, that was, I think, originally a PBS show. Uh, it shows ABC, and then it went to UPN. Huh. Anybody remember UPN? I used to love UPN. Mm. It was, um, think about it like, um, it wasn't catered towards, uh, like, uh, minorities or urban, but they had a lot of, like, shows like that, which is, I don't know why they had Reese's on there, I guess. Um, but it ran for four years. So, I mean, it did all right. I heard. They even had a couple it. movies, I think. Recess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, to me, probably Doug and Recess. If you line them all up, they all look the same to me, even though they're completely different mm-hmm. animation. Uh, what about Pepper Ann? I, I, I know of Pepper Ann, but I've never watched it. It's pretty neat. It, it was only like one person on the show, Sue Rose. I guess she created or something. Uh, it ran for three years though, nineteen ninety seven, two thousand. It was pretty popular. Yeah, I vaguely remember seeing commercials and stuff, but again, like you said, probably at that age, we were just kind of, I was done with it. Uh, what about PB and J Otter? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, that's another one that I heard of, but I never watched. I'm kind of curious what it's even about. I'm guessing it's a, well, it's like a little family of otters. Yeah, and I think PB and J is like the name of the kid or something, one of the kid otters. Most stories revolve around the otter kids, older brother Peanut, younger sister Jelly, and baby sister Butter. Named after the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Okay, just that alone makes me shut off. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can imagine the guy was sitting at his breakfast table like, oh, peanut butter, jelly. Say, what what do we name these kids in this new animated movie or TV show I'm working on? It's like, what do kids like? What do you like? I like peanut butter and jelly. Okay, that works. <laughs> yeah, by um, a focus group of one. <laughs> <laughs> and asks his kid, what do, what do you like? 
I, I want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, Dad. Okay. He's like starving. <laughs> he just woke up. Yeah, I imagine the, the guy looking around is like, all right, what should I name the characters? And he looks around and he's like, uh, what about scrambled eggs? No, try harder. <laughs> peanut butter. No. One peanut and the other butter. Oh, shit. All, <laughs> here's all the money in the world, sir. PB&J otter. Now, I don't get the otter just because it's the animal, I guess. Mm. Uh, so rounding it out with the last two for the 90s, we got Hercules. Mm, mm-hmm. I loved that movie. I wonder what's the spinoff of, spin-off of Hercules. Oh, okay. I don't know. Nice. Um, wasn't Danny DeVito one of the... Um, yeah, he was the... Nice, the little fat... Yeah, um, he was the one that trained Hercules. How does that work? Uh, we got to do research then. When it comes to animation, do they draw them first and then they find the voice actor? Because did they say like, hey, from this guy looks I've, like... From what I've heard um, in interviews, I think it was an interview with Mark Hamill. He was talking about voice acting because he does a lot of voice acting. Joker, baby. That's oh, all yeah. I got to do. And he, from what he said, because he was talking about the difference between um, like an animated feature that you're making the voiceover for or something that's already been made and you're dubbing it. Like it was made in a different language and you're putting the English, you know, and he said that, you know, um, a new animated feature that you're doing the voiceover, you record the voice first, then they go off and animate it and animate the words to match or the mouths to match. But yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's harder when you do something dubbed because it's already been made. So you got to try and make the words match up with, you know, their mouths that are always already moving. So like like a, an anime like in one clip he's talking to, he's describing the process to make a, a hamburger, and they use five symbols versus like in, in American mm-hmm. is like you know twenty words so he's sitting there like trying to blah 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 and they cut away and mm-hmm. stuff so I mean yeah it's like they they get the main gist across but yeah. they'll change it slightly to match up with the mouth like the frames. a little bit more yeah 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 it's like because I have several animes at home. Um, there's there's a Dragon Ball Z uh one of the newer Dragon Ball Z movies that I have on Blu-ray and I like to watch things with subtitles on. Yeah. Cause watch the original yeah. language. Yeah. Yeah, but um it's a dubbed it's it's dubbed, so it's got the American actors in it, but I'll turn the subtitles on and they're just completely different. <laughs> it's like oh, I can't watch it with the subtitles yeah. and the voice on <laughs> at at the same time. Because, you know, fr- you know, freezes, you know, the subtitles say this, but he's actually saying this. It's like, but they had to say this in English to make it match To keep the story his going. Mouth. To keep kind of the story going. Yeah. 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 He, they got to get the gist across, but at least try and match up the mouths with the words. <laughs> See, and the way I sort of completely identify with that is I'm a big um, Kung Fu movie fan. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. watch the old Kung Fu movies and he was like... Uh, like you've insulted my brother, and they and they do like you've, you've insulted my brother, and they're done saying that, but the mouth is all blah 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 because like <laughs> they just keep moving, and you know he's probably he's probably saying something like about all right, take a right, right at the first <laughs> fork in the road, and then turn left. But I don't know, and that's yeah, I love whenever I watch foreign movies, like unless it's, you know it's not available, but I have to watch it subtitled because mm-hmm. one for me, and this is now I'm gonna get a little bit more like put on my little director hat or whatever, but. It's the whole inflection, right? It's the character. It's the action. It's the emotion. Mm-hmm. Like if he's sitting there saying about like, uh, you know, he's talking about like, uh, you know, hey, man, that's my shirt. And then he has like this violent intense. Like, well, he's a little extreme, man. Why is he so angry about his shirt? But in the in the actual original one is like, no, he just found out that he murdered his like his family or something, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely. Well, I prefer subtitle over dub. And I didn't always used to be that way. 
really once once Lily was born is when we started watching everything with the subtitles because she'd start napping or fall asleep on us. So you'd turn the vi- volume down oh, on what okay. you're watching, but you still want to know what's going on. So watch the subtitles. And from then yeah. on, we always just turn them on. Yeah, I mean, I, by default, I have them on now, especially like, say, when I play like video games because I'm usually blasting music. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, I don't want to hear them. You know, much as I, I love me some Zelda, I don't want to hear Link's little one ear. Like, hey, you, you know, <laughs> hey, you. <laughs> Yeah, that stupid fairy. Not totally useless. What Navi? Navi, however you say it. He's like, I ain't even gonna learn how to pronounce your name. I started playing Ocarina of Time a couple days ago, or picked back up a game I had started a long time ago because I finished Wind Waker. So I was like, oh, I'll play this again. You're not even going in order, huh? I'm trying to do it. No, no, I bounce. <laughs> I bounce around, but um, just like playing, it's like God, Navi, you are so useless. <laughs> Knock, lock on stupid fairy <laughs> stupid fairy <laughs> what about um tingle i like tingle man that guy is, oh yeah tingle's funny <laughs> I, when he first came out i remember a lot of people used to trash him but like man tingle tingle's cool like he, yeah he he knows how to have fun he's in love with himself man you gotta you gotta love yourself mm. uh, all right let's wrap it up so we got hercules which is of course a spin-off of hercules and then lastly oh this is a terrible way to end it on but mickey mouse works i have no clue what that is mm-hmm all right, well, that ends this episode. So, uh, any so this is kind of the '90s, Beth. We ran up mm-hmm. to the '90s. Yeah, there's still a ton to do. We could go up to like 2010 next time. Would you have Kick Butowski, Butowski, Suburban Daredevil? Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's one that wow. ran pretty much from the '50s. I don't know if it's still going. Might be, but during the '90s, it was like really big again. Was the Mickey Mouse Club? Oh, yes. I always, well, I don't know. Is that kind of like a variety show? I honestly don't know much it's, about it. Yeah, it's like, you know, Cause you have legends sketch comedy. Like, you have legends like Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears that were on there. Christina yeah, Miller, and when, when I watched it in Ryan the Gosling. early 90s is when they were on there. So so you remember those dweebs? <laughs> no, I don't remember them, but I was told that they were on there. But, oh. but yeah, it was, it was like, you know, like sketch comedy. You know, they, you know, the kids would... You know, like, like all little, that? little plays. Watch, like, yeah, watch? it was a lot yeah. like all that, but, you know. I watched all Mickey that. Mouse Club was obviously around first. I watched all that, like, through my sisters, because I was way too old to see that, but that show is funny as hell, man. Like, there's. Uh, it's funny because um, Keenan Thompson, or whatever his name is. Um, the guy was on SNL now? Yeah, he's on yeah. SNL. It's like, wow, you started at all that and you made it to SNL, which all that was kind of like an SNL. Yeah, yeah, it's a sketch comedy you know, for yeah. kids, kind for of. Kids, for kids, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember that show. Lydia, I remember Lydia was awesome. Like she's very, she's scary almost. Like how intense she is. She's like the the, the big girl. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I remember. She was in um. She had a small part in Dodgeball. <laughs> you ever see that movie? Yeah, I love Dodgeball. I'm trying to picture her. She movie. was uh the the boys reminiscing about last year's cheerleading audition, and he got picked paired up with that really big girl. Oh, and that was Lydia. That was her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it fell on her. On yeah. Her I remember another show she was on. It was on Nickelodeon. I watched a lot of Nickelodeon growing up, and um, there was a it was a game show. Um, can't even remember the name of it, but it had uh, four different Nickelodeon celebrities. You know, like um, randomly, like it'll bring them. The, it was usually the same ones. Oh, okay. The only ones I can remember though were her and the boy that pay, played Little Pete. You know, he had Pete and Pete. Not a clue. There was a show called Pete and Pete. Two brothers, <laughs> okay, both named Pete. Show. And. Uh, Pete the, Pete. It was the the younger Pete, 
was on there and the like children would come on and they would have some sort of special talent or did something you know unique so and like they, star they, search kind of like star search wouldn't... not quite quite um but they the celebrities would have to try and guess what the the this these kids special talents were oh they just stand there while they try to guess yeah and, it, oh, it, was, it was yes and no question game oh, okay. type game so they the the celebrities would ask questions and the kids would answer yes or no and they'd try and get a better idea and 21 if questions they and, yeah yeah you know. kind of it was like 20 questions and um if they ended up figuring it out you know they were fine if they got it wrong a big bucket of slime dropped on all of them oh wow so you know nickelodeon was all about the, the slime. slime yeah yeah. Which turned out to be have asbestos in it, I think I read something. Was it? Nah, I just made that up. <laughs> like, <laughs> just look up and there's like a long list of people that got slimed on that are Yeah, it's like no, no one said what was in that slime. It could have been like terribly toxic, <laughs> but it was the right color. It's so. like all the sludge from the slaughterhouse or something, mm-hmm. you know? They just <laughs> Well, like on another side note here, um, you ever watched Double Dare growing up? I know of it, but yeah, I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, um, much about it. from what I've heard, this is all just you know, rumors through the grapevine. You know, so and so read this article where he said this, but um, the host of that show, Mark ha- uh, Mark Summers. Oh, you almost said Mark. I almost said Hamill. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mark Summers. He's uh, everywhere, man. <laughs> <laughs> he had to quit being the host of that show because he had. Um, I don't think it was a OCD, but he had some. ADD maybe. He had yeah he had some disorder to where he can't stand filth. All uh, germophobic. Some something like that, yeah. but he he was like just you know it was a clinical physical yeah it just you know, and and everything out. about that show is about getting slime slime and dirty <laughs> yeah. and grody and so he he had to quit because it was causing him so much anxiety. But but he was there for like a long time. It was I don't know I don't know how long Double Dare ran. I'll have to look that up. But um, I mean it's at I'm, least a year. I can imagine. I mean more than one episode. You would think it's like it, too much. You know? Yeah. Um. But like I said, as a kid, you think things ran longer when they were yeah. just a whole bunch of reruns. But especially summertime or something. Yeah, but we had the the home version of the Double Dare game. It didn't come with any slime, but it had all the <laughs> little challenges that they you know physical challenge. You can answer or you can say physical challenge. But so like so in real life, it's truth or dare. I mean, it's double dare, so it's pretty much like that word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's a good way to a good way to end it on the whole. Uh, bring it back to long summers and stuff. But yeah, Mickey Mouse works. I have no clue what that is. No idea. Uh, just one that caught me even from before we started the other episode, but in 2000 to 2002, they had Clerks, the animated series. Yeah, I've got that on DVD. Yeah, I feel like I saw you watching it or you sent me a clip or I something. I sent you a clip yeah, of it because when you're you're putting your desk together. Oh, yeah, yeah, and the guy like you. He's yeah, like, uh, stupid Ikea. <laughs> yeah, it's always Ikea that you blame, but the thing that gets me about that, like, if you don't think about Clerks, that is not, like, really a kid centric Mm-mm. type stuff no it was never meant for kids well i like the the um the little notes they put here in, in this uh box that i'm reading uh table that i'm reading but it says for clerks the animated series it says animated spinoff of clerks only adult animated series produced by disney television animation however the studio was not credited <laughs> <laughs> so they're like yeah we're not we're not you know say so we'll help you but um we we don't want you to tell them that it was us but <laughs> see two, i didn't know that was produced by disney animation but 2000 and 2002 that's a long time for a show that had like kind of you know kids mm-hmm. are like clerks oh that seems interesting and it talks about i know the i've never watched them it kind of doesn't interest me that much but 
like I think about the second one, you know, it has an infamous Donkey Show. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> so I think Donkey Show, Clerks, the animated series, kids show, Disney show. See, the the first Clerks was a, a lot better than the second Clerks. Ah, personal yeah. opinion, but yeah, um, opinion, yeah. um, there's there's the animated feature or show had a, a certain charm to it. There's one thing that I always thought was really funny, and bravo to Kevin Smith for coming up with it if he came up with it, but. Mm. Um, the second episode of the Clerks cartoon was a clip show. Of the first episode? <laughs> of the first episode. That's pretty funny. <laughs> All right, you know, Kevin Smith, he's like, he's got hits and misses. He's got more hits than misses, so that's pretty good. I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so on that note, let's end this episode, Beth. We made it through the 90s. Uh, now we're going to get into the weird 2000s next time maybe. Where Honestly, there's, we, I might just show you the list. Like, There's only a few things that stand out, i.e. Uh, Kim Possible. Which I never even watched. But I, I, know I never of. watched, but I know of. Yeah. Uh, Lilo and Stitch, which you talk about way too much sometimes. <laughs> Lilo and Stitch, the the series. I never watched the series, just the movie. Two thousand three to two thousand six, not bad. <laughs> Dave the Barbarian, which sounds dumb. Uh, the Buzz of Maggie, which sounds. Like... I watched. Um, I think it was either an ABC or a Disney mo- uh, show. Uh, Phineas and Ferb. For That's a while. what I was gonna say. Yeah, Phineas and Ferb. Oh, two thousand seven, two thousand fifteen. <laughs> I always think that for some reason it has less for adults, I think, than a lot of shows. I would assume just because of when I watch there's it. There's a but, few, there's a few, you know, funny things that you know adults would find funny in there. But I like it though. Like for somebody nice to walk around, just because maybe the fedora. But I was like uh, Perry the Platypus. Mm-hmm. I like his arch nemesis. That guy's funny. What, <laughs> I can't what, remember his name. <laughs> yeah, is the 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 doctor or doctor something or other? Yeah. But it's funny how much he's like. He's so adamant, and then Perry doesn't really do nothing. You know, Perry's mm-hmm. just kind of like, buddy, leave me alone. And the guy's like, oh, Perry, you, you thwarted me again. And Perry's like, whatever. And then it, it's, it's very it's multi-layered because the, the guys don't know of his adventures, right? They, yeah, yeah. The, they're very oblivious. Superb, they're like, yeah. oh, oh, Perry. there you are, Perry. They yeah. always say, there he's you just, are, Perry. He's just a little platypus. And then, so then the guys, they're, are they brothers? I can't remember. They're stepbrothers. Stepbrothers. Okay, so their mom is unaware of what they're doing, you know, when they're trying mm-hmm. to do all these kooky stuff. And it's funny because she's one of those characters that you definitely would hate, but for some reason, it, they, they just stop short of be her being obnoxious, but the sister, you know, she's like, oh, yeah. oh I caught you guys. and now that, I'm That's mom. one of the things that kind of turned me off. It's like, I like the little adventures that Phineas and Ferb have, the little inventions they Science make and, and all, all the... Perry the platypus, but the sister always trying to get them in trouble is just like, God, get a life. <laughs> what well, what is, you know, she's she's kind of being herself, but then I, I get her, especially being like the older one. Mm-hmm. I totally get that whole where like, well, how come they get away with so much? But you know, mm-hmm. that's so I get that where it's I don't know about jealousy, but it's like unfair. You know, like hey, this is unfair. How can they get away with it? And they get a cool uh, detective Perry the platypus, you know what I mean? All right, let's end it on that, Beth. Uh so, okay. I hope you talk more on this episode because um, I don't even know what I was saying. Hmm. Um, I don't know. We'll find out when we listen to it. Later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any parting shots, Beth? Uh, anything you, you looking forward to this year, 2021? Uh, I don't want to get my expectations up because 2020 turned out to be such a... So got, that, got the got the rug pulled out from under a lot of people, but so we're, we're gonna put the, write this out in, in pencil because it's you know of course we just started the year, um, but twenty twenty one set your expectations low. Yeah. <laughs> Bam, and on that note, this is Tony, your jive as alien. Check me out on Instagram, jive as alien, uh, with of course the the co-host Beth the Supreme DT or Sign- Disney. 
Supreme Disney DT. Oh, man. There, there we go. go. Um, and yeah, we're going coming back with more episodes. I have no clue what we're doing next, so tune in and we'll both be surprised. <laughs> Peace out. Toodles. Toodles.